I'm Geraldine Darling with VT Digger. You can support our independent journalism by going to vtdigger.org donate. Here's a look at Vermont news from Tuesday, January 10th. Since 2007, Vermont has awarded more than $33 million in incentives to companies that were opening or expanding in the state. It's a program that supporters say brings in far more in tax revenue and economic value than it costs. But little information is publicly available about the businesses that have received grants through the Vermont Employment Growth Incentive Program, including whether they actually lived up to the promises they put in their applications. This year, some lawmakers hope to change that. A new bill would require the incentive program to report on what's been called proprietary data, such as how much money particular businesses have received each year from the state, how many jobs they've created, and how much revenue they've put in state coffers thanks to corporate incentives. Newly released videos from an incident nearly a year ago show a Shelburne police officer shoving a juvenile with his arm after being spat at. The encounter recorded on January 23, 2022, led to separate investigations of Corporal John Marco, with disparate outcomes. In the pursuit of a stolen vehicle, Marco used a form of physical restraint against the juvenile driver, but state police said they did not find probable cause to charge Marco with simple assault. However, Chittenden County's top prosecutor saw it differently. State's attorney Sarah George said in August that her office's review found that he did use excessive force, and she asked state police to issue a citation to the Shelburne officer, but it declined. Now, almost a year after the incident, little else has changed. In recent interviews, George said she maintains her stance, and so do the state police. The Vermont legislature is considering whether to allow continued pandemic-era flexibility in how and when the state's 247 cities and towns decide local leaders, spending, and special articles. Lawmakers passed several bills in the past two years, letting communities make short-term COVID-safe changes in their annual town meeting and to gather municipal governing boards solely online. Town meeting day is traditionally held on or around the first Tuesday in March. This week, the House Government Appropriations Committee plans to consider a bill modeled on the last biennium sessions Act 1 to continue the options of switching from floor voting to ballots, rescheduling town meetings to a later date, and holding public information sessions online. Arguments about what documents have been shared and scanned stalled a hearing Monday on Monsanto's motion to temporarily halt demolition of the former Burlington High School to preserve evidence in a high-profile contamination case. A federal court judge asked the attorneys to return next week with answers. On one side is Monsanto, which was acquired by the chemical and pharmaceutical company Bayer and now operates as Pharmacia, claiming that its lawyers need more information and more time to examine the thousands of documents and emails that have been provided in ongoing lawsuits. On the other side are lawyers for the Burlington School District, saying they have already provided everything and it's taking the defendants too long to scan and digest the information, while the district faces a tight schedule to build a new school by 2025. You can find all these stories and more at vtdigger.org.